Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind. And so I've been thinking about um, what to put in this podcast. You know, I try to bring you information that's very different, maybe things you've never heard about before, and sort of to give you an understanding of maybe what this is all about. And what I mean by that is everything. <laughs> and um, and the role that you play in it, and maybe the role that the universe plays in everything as well, in a way that maybe you can relate to it or understand it. Because the universe leaves clues everywhere as to how it interacts with us and our life. So I thought I'd maybe start like this, that I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about something else and something else. So it's sort of, you know, three different parts so that some people might like what I say in this part, maybe understand it, not understand it, and maybe the same with the next part and maybe same with the next part, but they're different. So I thought, you know, people wonder about their destiny because I have this question um, put to me, you know, a fair bit. Like, what is my destiny? Was my destiny decided before I came here? Or do I create my destiny as I go along? Well, it's actually both. It could be three, actually. (laughs) But let's just sort of focus on two at the moment. So this is going to sound strange to you, what I'm about to say, but it's scientifically proven, right? So it's the absolute truth. A baby, say you, right, is born. Your brain, when you are born, basically has twice as many cells as an adult brain, but it only weighs about half the size of an adult brain. Right. And the reason why this is, is very simple. Now, I'm tying this into what you might consider to be your destiny in life, in what you want to do. So you know that I believe in and know that we're a consciousness, we're a spirit, we're not our brain, we're not our body, we're something that uses those things to experience this physical world. Okay, that's important. So you are sort of like born, right? Now, let's say you are a great, I don't know, I've used it before, pianist or musician in a previous lifetime. So you have all these extra brain cells that at birth, this is what happens. Different parts of the brain actually control different functions, like maybe the ability to play piano extremely well. So it's the mechanisms in that. Or maybe uh, to be a great speaker, right? So there's parts of the brain that affect that. This is what happens. All those extra cells and everything that you have, the brain starts pruning them. In a simple way of saying it, it starts cutting those extra cells off that are not needed. So this is important. And it's done specifically to the individual. 
So you, the spirit, the consciousness, is pruning your own brain before you take over the body to use or to have the strongest parts of the brain that you will need in your lifetime. So it could be that you're a great pianist, so it has to do with the mechanics of how your hands work or your body works, right? So you're going to cut away parts that might have to do with personal relationships or understanding them because you want to be a great musician. Okay, so I only have so many brain cells, so I'm going to get rid of this. Do you see? So for somebody else, like a great orator, you know, to speak, so they might, you know, prune parts of the, you know, their brain, I don't know, that have to do with food, <laughs> something, I don't know. But this is how it works. This is scientifically proven. So you, the spirit, the entity, actually set up your brain as to how you want it to be to function with the destiny that you have in this lifetime. Or a great teacher. But there are sacrifices made in other places. This is why some people are able to function so well in one thing, but absolutely horrible in something else. And you go, well, if all people's brains are made the same way, why is this? Why doesn't everybody function well over all the broad spectrums of everything? This is the reason why. Yeah, so this is why some people far better at other things than other people. So, and I, and I find that very, very interesting because, you know, <laughs> like you say to me, okay, Michael, what are you missing? Well, parts of the brain to do with life in general or something. <laughs> anyway, so, so this is what happens. So that's sort of how we strengthen. But the main thing to remember here is, is that like your consciousness that lives on after death and you sort of, you know, in your lifetimes, you sort of configure your brain to be optimal for how you want it to be for what you want to do. Can, you know, um, learn to grow the, the neural pathways in your brain. If like, if you want to learn something new here and sort of, you know, strengthen that, or if you want it to be, you know, like a great athlete or something, um, the physicalness part of the brain, you, you can do things to strengthen that in your lifetime. So you come in with basically what you need for what you want to do. And I know a lot of you sitting there thinking, going, oh, my God, yes, yes, that's correct. <laughs> so anyway, so I thought you might find that interesting. I had to turn it off. Anyway, find that interesting in why some people are much stronger in some areas of life than in other areas of life. And this is the reason why. But because you can really develop anything um, in a lifetime, you know, if you decide to take up something that you're not as strong in as maybe other people, you can take that and you can do that. And the brain will grow the necessary things, let's say pathways, whatever, to enable that to happen for you. Anyway, so that's that. Now, we're going to get even more bizarre, all right? So, and I'm going to try and um, make this simple. Right. It's like, what am I doing here on the earth? You must wonder, like, where did all this come from? And why am I here? And why am I a participant in it? And... Why do I have all these experiences? 
Well, the answer is very simple to me. <laughs> so I'm going to try to explain it. And this is probably one of the most different things that you would have heard, but it's true. All right. So you have to have no. I don't. I guess when I decided to come to the Earth plane, I cut everything away in my brain. It had to do with restrictions, because restrictions to me are limitations. Like I don't believe in limitations, you know, or I don't believe in restrictions. That gives me the capacity to think in sort of very large uh, understandings, right? So I don't have the brain of a logical person because. If I did, I wouldn't be able to expand my thinking kind of thing in a way that I do because I'll be looking at everything logically and going, well, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. But logic is only based upon the knowledge that you have. Right. It's very hard to go beyond that. Now, I'm going to try to explain this. So here we have this universe, right? And we have this physical universe that we live in, that we play in. And I've said that before. And we have all these emotions and all these friends and, and God knows what. And we have all different kinds of foods, all different kinds of experiences. Why is that? Why does this exist? Let's just take the earth for simplicity, right? Because that's where we are. Now, something created it, right? It just didn't happen, right? Something created it in the same way that we create things. Now we have, say, food. I don't know. Let's say tacos. <laughs> People who make tacos have a recipe, right? So they know what to put in there. And what happens? They make a taco, right? And so it's the same with the universe. There is a recipe for it so that it turns out the way that something wants it to turn out. In the same way, when you make food, you make it a particular way so it turns out the way that you want it to turn out so that you can have that experience of eating that, right? So the universe is the same thing. Whether you call it God, consciousness, the universe, and an infinite wisdom, it's all the same thing. At some point, it decided that it wanted to expand itself into having different experiences beyond what it already understands. Now, we're consciousness. We really have no physicalness. But we are a conscious being having a physical experience. This is important. The universe at some point decided it wanted to have a physical experience. So what it did, it created us. Because at some point we didn't exist. But then it created us. So that it could have a physical experience. Right? This is a very simplistic way of explaining it. You've probably heard, like, you know, through the Bible and through other religious understandings, that we are an aspect of God. So if you can sort of look at it as like, God is the whole body, and we're like a fingernail, but we're still connected to the body. Do you see? So that's what we are. We're not separate from the universe or God or consciousness, whatever you want to call it. We are a part of it. 
It is a part of us. So the universe decided it wanted to have a completely different experience. It created this physical experience, what we call this universe. And let's just say focus on the earth. So the trees, you know, the rivers, the animals, the mountains, air, everything was created by the universe to have this experience. And how does it have the experience? It has it through us. So what we are experiencing as people in whatever it might be, even as simple as eating food or the emotional experiences that we have, the universal God is having that experience with us at the same time. This is the whole reason for it all. But we've changed it into something else, you know. <laughs> so, but it's unlimited in what it can create to experience. But we limit ourselves into what we create. So, the universe itself wants to have the best experience that it can through us. But we limit ourselves so much. It wants to experience joy, sadness, death a physical death, everything. This is the reason why all this exists. Think about that, you know, because I've said I'd start to bring more understanding, you know, on what the universe is and how we are. And so, anyway, just think about that, what I've just said. So I'll um, add more to it. This is why we have unlimited creativity. This is why we've gone from being cavemen to, you know, creating iPhones and all this, because it comes from the consciousness of God, which is unlimited creativity. But we limit ourselves on what we think is possible. You, you could learn anything, become anything, because you have the consciousness of God basically at your fingertips to become that. And people have done that. People come up with the most extraordinary ideas. Why? because they don't think the same, you know, 90% of the thoughts they had the day before. If you start to think, I want to have unlimited thoughts or thoughts that nobody's ever had before to create something completely different for myself, you will. You just have to think it and the universe creates it through you. All right. So, okay. It's for that. Now for my third thing. So I've explained to you your consciousness, right? And you have a brain. And the brain basically stores information and runs the body. That's all it does, right? It doesn't have the ability to think beyond where it is. Right? And I could go a lot into that, but I'm not going to. So, this is to help you, me, whatever. I've said this before in a different way. Don't become attached to things that go on around you in terms of circumstances, problems, whatever. Allow it to flow through you. Right. When something happens to you, maybe something that you don't like that causes you to worry, once you put that in your brain, it stays there. And what do you do? You take it and you make it a hundred times worse. Where in reality, it's just something that happened. This is why 
two people can be in the same situation and experience it completely differently because this is what we do. When something happens to us, our brain starts to look for something that's similar to it. Like some kind of, I don't know, let's say some, somebody says something that, that hurts you at the present time. So your brain will go and look for things that match that. You know, somebody said something similar 50 years ago or 20 years ago, and then it just opens it up. Do you see? And then you start that whole worry process or victim process or pain process on that. But it only exists in your head. You are the consciousness or the spirit looking at that. So when something's going on in your brain, you, the spirit or consciousness, is looking at it going on. But then you can decide, am I going to participate in this and destroy my day, or am I going to allow it to flow through? None of that stuff is attached to your spirit or your consciousness, who you are. It's just things that are playing out in the brain. And so then you decide as to how that's going to affect you. But you're the observer of it. Like, I can get really mad with somebody, and I can stand back and watch myself getting mad. Well, what's doing the watching? Me, the spirit, the consciousness is doing the watching. So I can decide whether to participate in that or not. That's the secret to happiness. It's what you choose to participate in. And so I've said this before. Allow things to flow through you. Because nothing matters. You know, something happens to you or somebody says something to you, you're allowed to flow through you and then it's gone. And then you haven't put yourself in misery for the next month or year or a lifetime. Do you see? So what goes on around you, outside of you, allow it to flow through you. And what will happen is that after a while, you will stay in that state of like happiness or peace. And the rest of your life will become like that. I have become reasonably good at, <laughs> reasonably good at, allowing things to flow through me so it doesn't upset me. Because all it is is other people putting their junk on you, right? And trying to get some kind of reaction out of you to make them feel better. I mean, if you have somebody who lives in drama all the time, they're going to throw drama on you so that you become dramatic to make them feel better because that's what they want. But you allow these things to flow through you. Then you're not dragging up things from the past to say, oh, this must be true about me because somebody said it, you know, 500 years ago or something. That's the secret to happiness and peace. By allowing things to flow through you. I mean, believe me, I had to learn this <laughs> big time. And so it's worked for me. All right. So try that. Okay, I'm going to say one more thing. There's a Japanese saying called arigato. And this is about money. Arigato. Remember this. 
When you buy something and you hand them your credit card, debit card, or money, inside say the word arigato and attach to it this meaning. I'm giving my wealth to the world to help other people become wealthy and happy. An enormous wealth will come back to me. If you say that every time you give money for something and every time you receive something, that starts to send a message out into the universe for that to happen to you. So it's having gratitude for something that you're giving out and something to receive back. So it becomes an exchange of energy throughout the universe. So you are grateful for what you have the ability to give, like if you buy some sandwich and you're giving the money to them, that money is also going to pay their wages to help support them to supply food for their children and all like that. Do you see what I mean? So if you look at it as that and say that, arigato, and you attach that meaning to it, you'll start to see abundance, even though I don't like that word, come back to you. Because what you're giving out into the world comes back to you and you acknowledge it. That is powerful. You can do the same with love. You can do it with anything. All right? Powerful. So use that. Okay, so I've talked about why you have the brain you have. I talked about, you know, what God's doing in the universe, which happens to be a hell of a lot. And I've talked about, you know, don't get, you know, free yourself from the demons that you create in your own head because you are separate from it. It's just in your brain. It's not you, the entity, the spirit. It's just in your brain. So free yourself from that and do what I said, arigato, in terms of, you know, when you hand money over, when you receive it, so that you can increase what comes into your life and how it helps you. All right, so that's my podcast for this week and (laughs) this month. I don't know, I'll probably do another one next week. I'm sort of back in the throes of sort of doing them again. So anyway, there's a lot of people who listen to these all over the world and um, I appreciate it very, very much. Um, it's I, I enjoy doing them enormously because I like to give out the knowledge that I have and have it help um, as many people as I possibly can. So the reward for me is, you know, just being able to help in any way I can. All right, so... Take the information, use it, and I'll talk to you again soon.